0: The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. You
1: just can't can't let stuff be. Why do you have to be like that? You just can't let stuff be on The Monty Show, presented by our good friends at The Advocates, advocates theadvocates.com. The best entry attorneys in the business, we tell you every single day, it's the advocates where you never pay a penny unless and until they win your case. And I always say when you get in an accident, a car accident, a motorcycle accident, maybe you got hurt at work, the chaos in your mind, the inability to sleep because you're scared or you're worried about your income providing for your family, you just don't need to put yourself through that. Let the advocates take that off your plate. The best service The Advocates provide on a daily basis is peace of mind at theadvocates.com. Chaplain attorney for free right now. Theadvocates.com. Hi, Jake. How are we doing? Uh, It looks like we may actually get some finality in ACC expansion. Uh, The Pac-12, obviously, with their situation, what is going on with Pac-12 implosion, I mean, I I think there is a better than average chance that we see the end of the Pac-12 this week. There is a a very, very good chance. And I guess the question is, where do we start? And I think we start with um, breaking news in the ACC, and that is that the ACC is very close to expansion. As we told you on the show yesterday, and as Pete Thamel, ESPN College Football Insider, tweeted today, Calford, is that what we're going with? Stanford, Cal, and SMU um, are very close to being added to the ACC. And I think one of the more interesting parts of this equation is that SMU is now willing to not take five years, but according to Pete Thamel, seven years of no media rights payouts, Um. which allows the ACC to compensate... Calford, Stanford and Cal, because as our sources told us yesterday and we reported on the show, Cal is in no position uh, to take zero money. That just is not an option. Stanford has made it very clear that they do not want to do that, but they would be open to it. Well now with SMU, and I don't know in the history of sports that we have ever seen somebody so desperate to get into business with somebody else as SMU is with the ACC, that they are willing to take seven years of zero media rights payouts. That money will then be split in a full share to Stanford and Cal equally, which means everybody in the ACC is making a ton of money. It makes too much sense. So Jake, does that mean it won't happen?
0: Yeah, you know, I think that the the financials on on this whole situation are crazy. I mean, the idea that we have any institutions willing to take seven years of no media payout is absolutely insane to me. And I've always maintained that SMU having that position, you know, really highlights, you know, institutions desire and and I guess priority on being in a P5, even if it means you're not getting paid, because then you know, you can sell that and you can make money other ways on being in a P5. So I, I, I look at it and I say, yeah, like SMU is kind of that, that thing that is is allowing all of this to take place because, you know, the ACC has to be able to pay for Stanford and Cal. And, and it's really still, I, I think we can't forget about this concept of it's amazing we're even talking about Stanford and Cal being in the ACC just on its face because of the ge- the geography. So to me, yeah I do think that there's a good chance this happens I-, I I think that Stanford needs a P5 or a P4 home you know they need they need to be in a power conference and and as for Cal. You know, unfortunately for Cal, they're in the financial position they're in. If they were in a much stronger one, I think this would be done already. You know, I think they'd be a lot more attractive. So to me, I, I just look at this situation. And I say, yeah, like we need to get finality on this because ultimately you have other options for these Pac-12 schools in the in the waiting, obviously, uh, in the Mountain West. And, and And I think it just comes down to the fact that Stanford just won't entertain that idea. They don't want to be getting paid you know, $10 million, you know, or $8 million, whatever that uptick in revenue would be from, from CBS. Right. So the Stanford's not interested in that. So to me, yeah, I think there's a good chance it gets done. But uh, but I still, it's not guaranteed, I guess is the point. And, and there are a lot of people now, nationally who are saying that oh yeah there's a meeting and they got to figure out the financials and the money but you know, there's much more momentum now than there was a week ago so to me I I just think that it, it all comes down to who's willing to pay for what and Stanford has a reputation that precedes itself which is why they're in the conversation and it's really just how much pain are you willing to put up with when it comes to Cal if you're the ACC. It is
1: shocking to me that SMU is willing to take zero money for 7 years. Why? And I I I I want to have a real understanding. I know we have a huge following in Dallas, so and I know there's no SMU fans in Dallas, but okay, I'll stop. Tarrant County. Tarrant County. Uh but I know we have a lot of SMU fans on this show. I want to understand this. Why are you okay giving away potentially $280 million <coughs> at a minimum. <coughs> Why are you okay with that? I, I, it makes no sense to me. And yeah, you get access to bigger games, but SMU has shown no willingness to do what needs to be done to win football games or basketball games. I don't understand it. What is the value of the ACC to SMU and SMU to the ACC? I, I can't figure it out. And frankly, I think the only value that exists here is is it allows the ACC to get into business with Stanford and Cal, which academically, when you look at Carolina, Duke, Vanderbilt, like the the academic staples in the ACC, you feel like it makes sense to add two titans like Stanford and Cal. But SMU only is a facilitator here. It's pathetic. It, it, and, and I'm not trying to be inflammatory, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. It's it's truly something I've never seen before in an era where cash grabs and money means so much. The idea that not only will they pass on five years of media rights payouts, but seven years, that's money you're never getting back that, that you're never going to make that money back. It's it's pure insanity to me. And I, I can't, I could not sit here if I was advising SMU I could not sit here and advise them to do that.
0: Well, and and that's why I say, i'm I'm just curious what their strategy is because I have to think that they're they're in the camp of, okay, the the status of being in the ACC would allow us to to do other things and make money other ways. And again, it continues this narrative of, hey, if you're just getting paid on TV money, you're not mm-hmm. getting paid enough money. You're not doing a good enough job of generating revenue. and and that's what I think the conversation really is with ACC expansion, where it's like, okay, we have schools that are in different financial positions. You know, SMU is a school that has yeah. to, to has to forego revenue to even you know have a seat at the table. Stanford is a is a institution that everybody wants academically, but has you know has some reservations about geography uh, geographically, right? So yeah. like, every school has a different challenge. But I think that you know what all kind of brings them together is a P4 status, being in a power conference. And so for Stanford, it makes sense because Stanford was already in what was a power five conference. But for SMU, I I want to understand the play because a lot of times we sacrifice things to get opportunity in other ways. Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to like with the Apple deal for the Pac-12. Hey, you're not getting, you know, uh, guaranteed money up front. But Apple's projecting that you're going to sell all these memberships and it could be better than what the Big Ten has, right? Like, that was that was the Pac-12's play, allegedly. So we're seeing schools get creative. But I just, I don't believe that SMU is going to come out here and just all of a sudden recoup, you know, a $30 million TV distribution. Yeah, I don't That's see crazy. it.
1: That's don't, crazy. I don't see it. And, and you're going from... What? 8 million dollars I guess was the the payout for SMU last year. You're going from 8 million dollars which is not an insignificant amount of money. For SMU that's a good amount of money. You're going from 8 million dollars to zero for 7 years. Yeah. That's you're never making that money back. You you're not. And I I I 8 8 point whatever I think it was 8.2 million dollars is better than no point no 0.0 no million dollars. Yeah. Uh, it's insanity to me and again I, I simply uh, of SMU and I, if you watch this show on a daily basis you've heard me say this a thousand times SMU has not been relevant in the AAC on any level at any time. What makes you believe you're going to go to the ACC and all of a sudden have access to what the college football playoff? Yacht, you got damn mind. Yeah,
0: maybe because that's, that's not happening. Maybe that's part of their thought process. Though, and I don't even disagree with you, but maybe that's what SMU is saying. Because I'm not trying to say that their angle is is smart. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to define what the angle is. Because because it really, when you make decisions like this and you take, you know, uh, what. Uh, Unconventional approaches to business and college athletics. Like, we need to understand what you're trying to do here. So, are you just simply trying to get a certain status so that you can sell, or are you saying that, hey, if we get, you know, Power force status in the ACC, we're going to recruit better, and then we can, what you know, our 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 donors. I think you said that was the, you know, the nomenclature they wanted to be called donors. You know, our our donors can can help fund our athletic pro like. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I just don't quite understand what what is the why outside of being. It's, I don't know. It, it's different when like with San Diego State. You could at least with San Diego State be like, okay, this is a program in the Mountain West that you can see projecting into the Pac-12 and having success on some level, right? Like you could see that. You could see them being maybe even a mid-table team in the Pac-12. SMU just hasn't done anything, and so you're basically joining a conference. With the notion that yeah we'll do something once we're in a conference like is that what we're saying because I think that's tough to sell but
1: clearly they've accomplished selling well, it. Well, all all I'll say is SMU better continue to build their basketball program mm-hmm. because I think football is so far and beyond down the totem pole in the ACC and that's in a non football conference and I, I I continue to go back to this to this question. When was the last time a G five went into a game of consequence late in the season and won a big time matchup? Yeah, and I, I it it just does not happen. It has not on a regular basis with some one offs. And again, Appy State Michigan that was in September. Mm-hmm. That was not a no. Everybody wants to point to that as like the bell cow, and hey, that's the that was a one off situation that happened in a, a very small space in time. It's not something that happens on the regular, and I don't care if it happens in September. I'm talking about con, con, like college football of note. When is the when? And Tulane, we talked about this on the show yesterday, Tulane beating SC in a bowl game. Do you really think that bowl game was anything more than a scrimmage?
0: Yeah, isn't it the ultimate marketing like, angle? I, hey, we beat SC in a bowl game that SC wasn't even really interested in.
1: I'm amazed by it. And again, I will say SMU had better continue to build their basketball program. Cause that's all that that's all I can that's all I can think that SMU's interested in.
0: But do we see SMU behaving the way Brett Yormark is in the Big Twelve? Do do we see SMU trying to put together other other opportunities outside of TV, like, you know, tournaments or other stuff that might make them and whoever the participating schools might be? You know, cause because that's that's all I can think. Like I really like I sat around last night and I'm like, okay, what is the what is the angle? What like what are we trying to do? Like I understand on its face, you want to get into a power conference. I get that. But to what end? Because again, with San Diego State, I understand it. Even hell, even like a Boise State, I understand it. You get yeah. it. Hey, you're a good program. Like you need you need more reach so you can grow. Okay, I get that. But SMU, to your point, yeah, they've done a bit in basketball, but it's not like they're a power basketball. Like they're not Gonzaga.
1: No, but they're turn, they're they they had a decent argument, and we talked about this again. I, I'm sorry to be redundant. SMU had a, had an argument for the tournament; they didn't get in. But do you um, see what I mean? Because they're on again, the fringe. they yeah, they don't have brand, they yeah. don't have sway there. And I'll go back to their donor money. Their donor money means nothing in the, the NCAA tournament selection process. I, I, I am amazed that you're talking about donors willing to spend. And we reported, we talked to one of the biggest donors at SMU a couple of weeks ago, and he said, we have $200 million in a slush fund to support athletics because we want them in the Pac-12 or the ACC that badly. you know. And when I said, well, for what? There was no answer because I think everybody recognizes that within that, and let's call it seven years, within that seven-year window, will they be ranked in the top 25? Will SMU football in their first seven years in the conference when they're taking no media rights dollars, will they be ranked in the top 25 one time?
0: I mean, it's almost impossible to say yes. Like, I I mean, but again... Again, this takes me back to other crazy coaching hires and aggressive moves. See, again, and this is maybe this is what SMU's trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to say, hey, let's get into a power four, and then let's make an aggressive – let's almost like turn the light switch on. Like, we'll go and hire our Deion Sanders, and then we will – we will, you know, yeah, sure, we've got the slush fund to support athletics, but then let's put a little more money just into the football program to grow it and to get it to where we need it to be. I mean, I, I just – It wasn't surprising to me that when we had that conversation, there was no answer to for what? For like, what are you going to do in the ACC? Are you telling me that your basketball team is going to contend with UNC and Duke and Virginia and, you know, all these, like, come on. The
1: the SMU contingent that hangs on to TCU wins in football or Houston wins in basketball, what does a win over Houston mean? Well, Houston wasn't a Power 5 program. Houston was not in the Big 12. Houston has not played a Big 12 basketball game. Houston, yes, was one of the best teams in the country. It's a good win. What did it get you? And and I continue to ask this question. It goes back to Tulane and USC. It's great Tulane beat USC. Everybody recognizes that USC was demoralized in that game. They very clearly I it I could the laundry yeah. list of excuses for USC is a mile long. Yeah. Ultimately in the, the day, Tulane won the game. Yeah. But is anybody crying or, or bleeding heart for USC at USC about USC? They're not. No. That game was of zero consequence. They had their they USC had their sights set on bull game and big bowl game wins. And I what did it get Tulane? Because Tulane's not in anybody's conversation. They're not in now a dead Pac-12, which we're going to get to in a minute. They're not in the ACC. They're not in the Big Ten. They're not in the Big 12. They're nowhere. Yeah, it feels like they missed the window again. And they beat USC. Congratulations. Yeah. And it, it's it's meaningless. It If that game was in November, I could at least make an argument it had an impact on USC's season. The bowl game had zero impact on USC's season. They're a top ten team. What are they, six in the country right now? We haven't even played a game. And chances are USC's not going to lose a game until November this year. It I I want I hope I have nothing against SMU. I, I truly I just don't understand that this this is a complete loss.
0: Yeah, and I think SM, my SMU fan takes it that way because it, it sounds negative, but it's not negative. It just is like It's like, dude, like I'm trying, I I legit, I'm trying to understand. I, I would love for someone to explain to me what, what the angle is. Because again, if you were taking the TV money, then I could say, okay, great. Yeah. You're going from eight to 30. Totally get it. Totally get it, dude. $22 million uptick. Yeah. I understand. But you're not getting that. And you're having to cover your loss of $8 million in addition to that. So we're going from 8 million to minus 38 million. Like you understand that. So, yes, you're going to get the distribution, but but you're not getting paid for it. So are you? You're saying- giving
1: you're, you're giving away thirty one million dollars a year, because if the payout was what the ACC payouts thirty nine, I think let Let's call thirty nine and a half million dollars. Yeah, you were making eight. Mm-hmm. So you're not taking the eight, and you're not taking the thirty nine and a half. So, excuse me, you're giving away forty-six million dollars a year mm-hmm. combined, and at a minimum, you're you're giving away thirty-nine and a half million dollars a year, which will probably tick up. Now, you would think it makes no sense. So, are you telling me that you have boosters who are going to cover, and let's call it forty million round up, two hundred and eighty million dollars over the next seven years? My fucking ass. What are you getting for that? I, I am amazed by it. so. If you go to the let's say basketball keeps upticking for SMU, you go to the NCAA tournament. What are those six-year rotations on payouts? You're going to take no money from going to the NCAA tournament. So it it you you got nothing out of going to the ACC, and because I could see SMU, I could see SMU building a basketball product. Now, hey, we get to play Carolina and Duke. We like oh okay, I'm here for that. But for the next six years, you get zero money even if you get into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's wild. It's it's wild to me. All right, let's, let's compartmentalize. Let's keep on the ACC here for a minute. Um, 20 minutes or so, we'll get to the Pac-12 news today. Stephen Smith first went in, says, I have on my calendar a reminder for when the Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC either formed the alliance or when the alliance fell apart on August 24th. I don't know if that is coincidence or something else. There never was an alliance. And this is, I think, the alliance, the scheduling alliance and this operational alliance thing that you had with the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC was one of the greatest failings. Remember, there was never any paper on it. No contracts, I remember no what George's agreements. answer was. He said, yeah. yeah, we have a handshake deal, man. Congratulations. You don't exist. It was That's one of insane. the biggest failings in George Klepakoff's disastrous tenure in the Pac-12. Back to the envelope calculation. Stephen, I think it's a very interesting point. Connor Cole for uh, 4.99. Good afternoon, fellas. Quick question: If Emory Jones plays well with Cincinnati and their scary defense, what's your over/under on them?
0: On Cincinnati,
1: not high. Like we had a long conversation with Scott Satterfield at at Big 12 Media Days. He, he, he's absorbing. I think it's four wins. I think it's it it's four wins, and we've talked quite a bit about um, Cincinnati, and, and and I still maintain that Scott Satterfield's a fantastic hire. I think it is a he is a he's got an impossible gig. Yeah, let's be honest about it. But if you look at uh, Cincinnati's schedule, I mean it's a meat grinder, mm-hmm. dude. It's I mean just look at okay East Carolina. There's one. At Pitt, loss. Miami of Ohio, that's two. Oklahoma, um, let's see what Oklahoma is because that's a game you could potentially win at home. At BYU is a loss. Iowa State, okay, that's three. Baylor, that's probably a loss. Okie yeah. State in Stillwater, that's a loss. UCF, that's a loss. Houston, I, I, I'm a big believer in Dana Holgerson in Houston. Uh, I'm going to give you a loss on that. West Virginia, I think, should be a win. Yeah. Uh, And I don't care where you play that game. Um, That's, what is that, potentially four wins right there in in Kansas? I mean, I could see beating Kansas at home. I could, you know, but I I think East Kentucky, Miami of Ohio, Iowa State is three. I think West Virginia is four and maybe Kansas is five. I think five is probably top of the mountain.
0: Five is a realistic over-under for that team.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult to go to BYU and win for Cincinnati. Just because of the environment, the atmosphere, it's the first Big 12 conference home game at BYU. Um, I think Kalani is going to have them Cougs ready to just (laughs) claw your jugular out. I think it's going to be very difficult. Uh, Cody Shipman, who's been a member for a month. Thank you, Cody. Appreciate that. Uh, What is the ACC? That's why they want to do it. It does. It does raise the bar. The ACC is a basketball conference. Is what the ACC is. Yeah. Um, does Stanford football and Cal football help? Sure. I think it makes them money off the field and court outside of academics. Yeah. Um, I think anytime you raise the academic bar with number three in the country academically, Stanford and Cal's not a pushover. I think that helps you. Mm-hmm. I, there's no question about that. But notoriety, for certain, it does. Uh, aim, Aim for the Bushes gives us $10 to say, please, guys, no hate. Hey, guys. Just trying to give you the info you've been asking. You specifically asked, when's the last time G5 walked into Fort Worth and won? Well, we said in November, a game of consequence. SMU has two in a row there, but you blew up on me. No, we didn't blow up on you. What we said was... We're talking about games of a consequence. Yeah, something that matters where both teams are engaged. Something like a a notable win of significance, which SMU does not have and has not had. SMU again. I'm just saying SMU in football is irrelevant. They and I know that you you got all that cattle money and all that oil money and all those hats. I'll I get drum, it. No oil, bro. We, we get it. But what have you done in football? And I'm tired of hearing about, well, they're going to let us get off the mat from the death penalty. You've been off the deck from the death penalty for years. You've got nothing in in football. Basketball, I could make an argument that, again, I think last year, I think last year you had an argument to be a tournament team, frankly. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Um, Aim for the Bushes gives us $10 more. When's the last time SMU beat Houston in basketball? Hey guys, SMU beat number six Houston a year ago and should have been in the tourney. Well, but they weren't, uh, finished second at 23 and eight, but snubbed Memphis was third and in SMU beat Memphis twice that year. But okay. So why did, why did Memphis get in and SMU did not?
0: This is the answer. SMU fan doesn't
1: like SMU is irrelevant. SMU does not move the needle. SMU does not bring people to the TV. And I love the argument that SMU delivers Dallas. It doesn't. Oh dear. Oh my. It doesn't. Yeah. And we can sit here and you can hold on to SMU beat beat TCU in Fort Worth. Congratulations. But the University of Texas is Dallas. TCU is Dallas. Texas Tech is more Dallas than SMU is. Yeah. SMU in football is irrelevant. Basketball? I I don't I we, I Pretty much said the same thing you said that you could make an argument to get them into the tournament last year, mm-hmm. but they didn't get in because there's no brand there, there's no value, there's no there's no sex appeal there. Nobody's fighting to get SMU into the tournament. Yeah, Memphis with Penny and that story and that market and that was compelling. Memphis football is compelling. There's no question about it. I I I don't know. I'm not, and I feel bad like I'm kind of being an asshole. Or I'm I'm not I'm not at all trying to do that, I, not at all. Yeah. But if we sit here and we have an honest conversation about what value does SMU bring, and this idea that beating TCU and Fort Worth, those games are not of consequence. It's really unfair. Was the win at Houston of consequence? The answer is no. It was not of consequence. Yeah, not to Houston and not to SMU. It those those are simply facts. Yeah, man. So, and I think it's hard to take. Like I I understand why,
0: whatever this guy's name is, you know, is is you know, trying to. Ride I'm that assuming point. you're an SMU fan. You must be. Yeah, I, which is fine. But, I'm assuming. But I, look, I I yeah, it's hard to take if you're an SMU fan. But but again, I <laughs> this is this is my this was always my point about. You know, uh, like teams or not teams, universities and their football programs right now with realignment and finding a new home. Dude, winning's been prioritized on one hand. And then on another hand, it's not as as not as prioritized. Like if you're an obvious candidate, you know, if you're Oregon winning doesn't matter as much. Right. Because you're Oregon. It, but if you're SMU winning means everything, because then you have the ability to say, hey, dude, yeah, we're not Oregon, we're not UNC, we're not Clemson, but we still win, and we can be relevant in your conference, you know, but SMU hasn't really done that. Yes, you know, they've won a couple games here and there, but it's not enough where you're like, yeah, dude, like that particular program is a could be a big-time problem in a Power 4 conference.
1: And by the way, TCU last year, I mean, came to University Park and beat your ass in football, 42-34. Like you lost to TC at home, so <clears throat> you so you went to TCU and you won, but you can't win at home. So it, it, are those TCU that that's that right there is exactly what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'd also point out that you lost to Maryland, TCU, UCF, Cincinnati, Tulane, and BYU. your you, your record against. <laughs> Is this really the argument that you want to have on, on, on SMU? Like football is not the place to go to defend SMU? Yeah' no. it, it's, it's not the place to go. Um, I mean the the yeah, it's not the place to go. Football is not the place to go and I and I, I get it, aim for the bushes. I agree with you on basketball. Uh, Patrick Despain for $20. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, it's only taken 35 years for SMU to recover from the death penalty. Do you think the, quote, naughty nine in Sherwood Blunt want a do-over? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, a lot of what they did is now legal. Mm-hmm. So Mark Thorpe for $10. If they add three schools, does that make it an odd number in the ACC? Or does it actually even out uh, since Notre Dame? I think it evens out because of Notre Dame. And I don't think that, I don't think that you need I mean, with Notre Dame not being there in football, I I just don't think it's of consequence. Yeah. So I, I think it works out perfectly. Ten more from Aim for the Bushes. SMU also has two ACC basketball champs. Um, if Dykes hadn't betrayed, probably could have competed in football too. Probably, okay. Not stellar, but certainly good enough for the ACC. You're not. You're not. You're not good enough. It... it Honest to God, you're going to take no money for seven years if this actually happens. Mm-hmm. Will you be ranked in the top 25, AP top 25 in football in, um, in those seven years? No. How, how will you get there? How will that happen? And Sonny Dykes didn't betray anybody. Sonny Dykes did not betray anybody. So, But that's just me. Uh, Lance Johnson, recruiting and SMU has deep enough pockets to withstand the $60 million loss over seven years. Okay, so recruiting. I can see recruiting. I can see recruiting helping you. But at what level are you recruiting? Because it's not the recruiting that will make a difference for SMU. It's the development. Yeah. Because you're not going to beat a, another P5 school to four- and five-star kids. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. you got to build a juggernaut on a budget, dude. I mean, you got to build, you know, you got to, like, if I was SMU, I'd be trying to build that basketball program up as much as I could, you know, make some waves in the
1: tournament, get, get notoriety, get some attention. Yeah, absolutely. T Higgins is a badass. Oh, gives us $5 to say breaking news. SMU changing school names from Southern Methodist University to stupid money university. (laughs) Hey, Hey man, I wish I had. I wish I had Nick, $280 imagine? million dollars just begging for a purpose. Hey guys. <laughs> I mean, Wild. if anybody would like to pay me $40 million a year, please just DM me. I'll 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 We'll get it done. We can do wire transfers. Automatic. No problem. Payment plans, hell yeah. Uh Delaric, it will take 10 years for SMU to start to consistently be in a top 25 football or basketball men. Five for women. They want in a P four to have options for the future. Has to be,
0: and that could be. But I, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, look, I'm not the guy that's even. I don't even hate SMU. I'm no. not, I, and neither does he. I'm not, I, and I'm not saying you do. Like I just think that you know the case isn't strong right now. There's not a lot of places to go. There's not a lot of angles. You're, and I, I do think they understand this. Their primary value is not taking the money right now, and Correct. they've got to change that narrative. If this happens, you got to change that narrative over the next seven to ten years into, hey, yeah, SMU didn't take money for seven years. But during that seven years, they sold their ass off and they grew that basketball program to a point where they're a tournament team every single year. I mean, that's what you have to be in basketball to be known. Like, you at least got to make an appearance every
1: year. Yeah, I I just... this is It's going to be fun to watch. I think this is... I don't know. I I said yesterday this is as close as the ACC's been, and I believe that. I think I think SMU bumping to seven years turns the Carolinas into a yes, and I think Miami will go. I think the Carolinas will go, and then it's a fait accompli. It's done. That that that's oh, that my a big opinion. word,
0: bro. What? W- whatever you just said, Miami? No, 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 fait accompli or whatever you just said
1: a come plea?
0: bro like i don't know what you just said i believe you said a feta to come me no i did not
1: say that i believe you did donnie man. you're out of your element yeah, review a tape english major uh lueras what's up my guy gives us five dollars uh oregon state washington state to the mountain west gloria grabs memphis and gonzaga would be a best g5 football and power six basketball league mountain west forbid league last two years they, Gonzaga. mountain west has been very nice Very, very nice. And San Diego State's run to the the final last year was freaking amazing. Amazing. Um, And the funny thing is, San Diego State was willing to leave that tournament money behind to get into the Pac-12, which is crazy. Uh, Ryan Thomas for $2. SMU is the desperate easy girl in high school. Well, I don't know. I mean, let's not, you know. Just so you can go to Pound Town. Thank you. Uh, Travis, H 45, if SMU gets in power four, add Marshall too. Seriously. <laughs> Byron Leftwich still got a limb. Um, <laughs> that means nothing. To you. You, you don't even... Were you boiling in the bag when, when Leftwich was His being cock. carried down the field? No. I don't think you were. Um, Raven gives us $5 to say, uh, In all honesty, Memphis is a much better addition to the ACC than SMU because Memphis brings the Memphis market and people in Memphis... Watch Memphis. They do.
0: Sounds like a lot of Memphising happening.
1: Yeah. Well, but Memphis also, you guys remember the BYU, South Beach Bowl Brawl, like Memphis, Memphis doesn't care who you are. Memphis will slap the taste out of your mouth. They don't care. So Memphis has an edge and an attitude. Memphis basketball is a brand, however tarnished. Um, <laughs> uh, but Memphis, I think Memphis is a is a really strong candidate. That is very much Tulane in the fact that they're not getting in this round. And I don't know that they'll ever get in. Yeah. I I, I think I think as fascinating as this round of contraction and expansion has been, the next round is gonna be wild, dude. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Wild. You know. Um Charles Chamberlain wants you to know that well, actually, fait accompli is French, Monty. Thank you we oui.
0: boy I, you know that took a real genius to know that one yeah sir. We'll, we'll all
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, all get french bulldogs and shit feta cum lee is uh german yeah. for your dumb it's a feta comp. god you know help me oh he don't know nothing please get him a thesaurus um <laughs> Yeah, no. cum lee. Yeah, and stuff. Your mom. Yeah, uh, Aaron Wilson. I'm a man. Dykes has more personal tech ties than SMU. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this. You're 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 trying to pick a fight. Uh, field crew, dirt doctor, cheese. Well, what's up, blue cheese? Liberty, next one to buy itself in. Liberty's got bread, dude. And Liberty, you know, at, no, nope, don't. Don't, no, dude. See, you're going to piss off SMU fan even more. Not doing it. OG Gary, what's up, my guy? What about uh, Oregon State? Hopefully they make it to a P4. Well, there's... Uh, funny you should bring that up, sir. Uh, there is a real good possibility that the Pac-12 loses its four remaining members this week as we broke exclusively on the show. And by the way, do we get any love? Did you guys hit the like button and subscribe to the channel? Because again, we beat everybody by 24 hours. I wanted Yesterday, because now... Nicole Arabach from The Athletic and Pete Thamel at ESPN and CBS. And Does
0: not make you feel responsible? They're
1: all reporting with good old Monty, the SMU hater, reporting on his show yesterday. Are people Myron? They are Myron. Um, so as we told you, uh, Calford is headed to the... <laughs> I have to think about it every time. <laughs> Calford's headed to the ACC with SMU, and it's as close as it has ever been um, if you watched the show yesterday, you know that, uh, but another part of this is, is that Oregon state and Washington state are both in significantly more serious talks with the mountain West conference. It is, as we are told by sources, um, are happening now as we speak. And I don't know, I, I mean, it is a possibility, but it does not sound to me or seem to me. And I have not been told by any of our sources that Oregon state and Washington state intend to meet with the AAC. Um, It'll be interesting to see how this process plays out, but exclusively we reported on the show several weeks ago that Oregon State and Washington State already have invites uh, in line from the Mountain West Conference. It is simply a matter of checking the boxes and putting pen to paper, uh, which we are told is a very good possibility this week. So when all is said and done, there's a chance that the Pac-12 could be dead by Friday. Close the business, the opposite of full. And if they lose Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, and Washington State, the tragic, unnecessary, self-inflicted death of the Pac-12 will be complete. Cold-blooded, clean, methodical, and thorough. And again, I sit here and I tell you, it is one of the great failings. It is one of the unbelievable, historical, never-before-seen incompetence in professional sports in this country. The absolute debacle of management that happened in the Pac-12 was all completely unnecessary. They did this to themselves from the jump. From Larry Scott not wanting to make a deal with YouTube and Google. From Larry Scott refusing to acquiesce to the demands of DirecTV to the point where this conference died on that hill. To George Klyovkov and his Big Ten ACC, not-on-paper-handshake-nothingness. Back-of-the-envelope calculations. To back-of-the-envelope calculations. To officiating misguided ways of footballing and throwing flags and stuff. Yeah. It's all self-inflicted. It's tragic. It's sad because the Pac-12 could easily, I think, have been the best athletic conference in the country With the most money, the most influence, the most brands, the most wins. It could have had all that. And yet, I think there's a really good chance by close of business this Friday, the Pac-12 will officially be on the clock for death. And it, it is shocking to me. It is. We have been at times over the last 12 months in disbelief at the incompetence. Yeah, dude. But it's real now. And I, I never thought that I would say that. That it's real now. Yep. Yep. And yet here we are, staring down the barrel at the death of the Pac-12. And and I don't know. In the comments section, I'd love to hear from you guys on this. Like, do do you hear? And I don't. Know, I, I. Can you think of? Do you, in any way, shape, or form, have an example of the absolute implosion? Of a team, a league, a sport on the level of the Pac-12 who had all the money, who had all the influence, who had the opportunity to crush the Big 12, who had the opportunity to add brands like Oklahoma and Texas, Mm -hmm. to add BYU, and they just didn't do it, and now they're dead.
0: Yeah, man, I think that it's historic. I think that, you know, frankly, it begs the question, who's next? Which which? ACC or Big 12, who's next? Because that's that's where the conversation's going. Now, I don't think that happens tomorrow. I think that's probably a 10-year question, but but I think that that's, that's what these conferences are competing for now. Because, yeah. again, you know, the SEC right now may be in the driver's seat, but we've seen how quickly things can change. And so it begs the question, okay, if the ACC adds Calford and SMU, what Calford. then? Calford. You know, what What then does the—where does—that's that? That's kind of my thought process. Like, what's the direction of these conferences? I know where the Big 12's going. The Big 12 is a sales organization that happens to play sports. Those guys sell their asses off and make a ton of money, which leads me to kind of feel like, yeah, there's a lot of reliability there. When you're liquid and you have money just sitting, you have options, much like Stanford does, right? Stanford doesn't want to be independent. They'd like to be in a P4, which is why they're humoring this conversation. But they could be independent. So— the Big 12 to me is the one that's got the more sustainable path, but I also think that depends on the willingness after this wave of realignment and expansion is done, the willingness of the Big 12 and these other conferences to expand yet again. That's going to be the challenge.
1: Yeah. It is it is remarkable, man. It is truly remarkable. Uh let's get some of your uh let's get some of your thoughts on here. Uh, Jim Choi says nothing is sad. Oh well. I, I think it's I think it's terribly sad. I'm Shiva, the god of death. Terribly sad. Bryce Martin says the AAF, but the AAF never had money. No. The AAF never had traction. The XFL. It'd be like, yeah, like the XFL, if the XFL had ever had real money or real influence or real pull. But they, none of the spring football leagues, even the USFL back in the day when Donnie owned a team, or there's, there's simply just no, there was never financial traction. Yeah. You could never afford the checks you were writing. The Pac-12 had all the money in the world. They had all the influence in the world. They had one of the better TV deals when they made it. They, I mean, the incompetence of this thing, you guys. Yeah. It, it's, it's remarkable. Oh, Scott Black. Enron. Yes. Enron. Absolutely right. The Dallas Cowboys. Charles says, well, I don't know about that. Like when they sold to Jarrah, you mean? I mean, I I could, that could be interesting. Um, Certainly that could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, shout out to Sean Jenkins, new member of the Let's go, baby. Let's go, Sean Jenkins. You guys, we are rocketing towards 25,000 subscribers. Uh, We are at 24,499. We need 500. Come on, dude. Remember the goal. Our goal has been to get there by kickoff of NFL season. There's no reason we shouldn't get it done. Let's do it this week. Yeah. Let's get it before kickoff of college football. College football. We just need 501 subscribers. Yeah. Now, just 500. There we go. We are at 24,500. Hit the button. You guys are amazing. Please hit the like button. That really helps the channel grow. Uh, BJK gives us uh, $1.99. Thank you. Mike gives us $5. Thank you, Mike. h 45 says the USFL. I... I just think the USFL never had the money. Because it's garbage. They had all the talent, but really, at the end of the day, they couldn't afford to pay guys like Steve Young. They just couldn't afford that. So, ultimately, the difference is the Pac-12 actually had the money. Mm-hmm. They had the memberships. They had the endowments. They, they had the threw donors. in the trash
0: can repeatedly.
1: I mean, all, all, just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Mike, five more dollars. How much personal security does Gio- uh, Klyovkov travel with now? My goodness. And we again, not to keep telling you, bless up, dude. Um, as He's we, a brilliant guy. As we reported three weeks ago, George Klyovkov is a man that's just pushing paper right now. He does not have influence or say on any tactics. There is, he. I mean, he he literally is making sure that the light bill's paid. Facilitating production planning for this season, and that's, that's it. He is just a facilitator at this point. Uh, Big bad brass bulls. Hey bulls! Uh, I hear echoes of you saying the pack will survive. You know, I I think at one point it made a lot more sense for the Mountain West to merge with the Pac-12 and keep the Pac-12 brand. But I think that changed over. I would. I would probably say the last 10 days. And I think that really came to a head last, what was that, Thursday. Yeah. When we, when we, when we really heard point blank, it doesn't matter what they do. Uh, we're not giving them an auto bid. Keep if, it real, If you merge with the Mountain West, that doesn't make you a, a P5. We're not going to give you an auto bid. And I, I I think when you started hearing the rumblings that it doesn't matter what the Pac-12 does, they're not going to be considered or treated like a P5. Yeah, that's when all that came to. Well, it.
0: and I think that's the that's kind of the conversation we were having uh, Monday on the show, where it's like the SEC and the Big Ten are 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 really trying to to, to take control here and really try to, you know, determine the path that's yes. laid for the bigger picture. And and I understand that. I mean, how could you blame them? after all the winning that's been done in those two conferences and after everything they've done in football, like I, I, I would almost expect it. And so even if the Pac-12 had found a way to add San Diego State and everyone had stayed and everything, I still think we're, we're talking about that that conference changing a lot as the years goes on because, again, the revenue wasn't going to be there. I mean, let's say that they had survived and the Apple deal got done and that was their setup. You're still going to have Oregon and Washington trying to court the Big Ten. You're still going to have these other programs trying to get to better situations. And so that's why I say I just think that the reason ultimately I think the PAC died is because everybody was already looking for greener pastures in the prior years.
1: 100%. I agree 100%. And I think you look – yeah, look at J-Rod. The PAC equals the, the, the SWAC. Southwest Athletic Conference. I mean, look at the Big East. Think about the old Big East when the when it was Big East basketball and yeah, dead. I, I mean it, it's. That, I think the Big East is probably the best one. Yeah, I think the Big East is probably the best one. That that makes that's a good one. That is a really good one. Too much gravy for the biscuits. SMU gets paid with hay, not dollars. That's right. Take it easy, Tanner. Do you have sources from that taco and tech? At Taco and Tech. Uh, sure, we. Yeah. I don't know what Taco and Tech is. I don't know. Phil uh, um, Venzor. Wonder if the Mountain West will gain more TV viewers. I don't know. It's interesting. I thought it was fascinating the other day, and I think we still have the bite where Kirk Schultz um, talked about, and I don't know which one it is, but Kirk Schultz talked about um there are three options and that Pullman wasn't Pullman wasn't a good enough or a big enough market
0: we have three options that we're pursuing one certainly would be to seek membership in the Mountain West Conference uh one would be to seek membership in the American Athletic Conference and then the third option would be to sort of reconstitute or rebuild uh, the pack I'll say pack x uh, right now there's four members left uh but you know that could change literally within hours. And so I think each of those we're pursuing in a parallel pathway. And uh, we wanna evaluate what's gonna be best for WSU, what's gonna be best for our student athletes, uh, what's gonna be a good academic and athletic fit. And I think one
1: thing I wanna remind everybody is also, you know, we wanna be in a position where we control our own destiny as an institution and are not. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. That's never going to happen. And he, I thought it was that one, but I, so I apologize, but you know, the, you just don't have a lot of value. You don't have a lot of sway at Washington or excuse me, WSU, you know, uh, who Dude. calls it WSU, Dude. nobody calls it, it, it no,
0: WSU man,
1: the Palouse. You know, Wazoo, I, uh, I, I, I know,
0: I know. This is this is really rocking the boat and reinventing the wheel. How about
1: Washington State? Yeah, oh, wow. Let's get crazy. Bro, like,
0: let's get let's wild get crazy, here, dude. Let's crazy,
1: right? But I, it's remarkable to me that he talks about controlling your own destiny. You're flipping broke, bro. Washington State is in a hole. Again, I'll go back to, what was it, June or whatever it was, when their staff had a sit-in and threaten not to work over the athletic budget and um, Kirk Schultz issued a statement saying there's a hiring freeze and a spending freeze until all things are analyzed and you're 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 cal but you're not getting a payday they they are ooh you go to the, the Mountain West I mean you're probably getting I could see the Mountain West bumping up to 7 to 10 million dollars a year if you add Oregon State and Washington State, and mm-hmm. but you're going to have to extend the years on that, which is something I know was prohibitive for Stanford. Yeah. Uh, and Stanford wants to be in a P5, which is why they're willing to bite the bullet and travel to ACC country. But, bro, Washington State does not control its own destiny. No. And I I will happily say. Kurt Schultz is one of the reasons that conference is dead. Yeah. There, there's no doubt. Okie Sam. How about that? Uh, Toby's Practical Business College there, huh? Yeah. Way back in the day. And, and and I think Toby sent that to me today. Way back in the day when there was a record of like their first games it was toby's business college hey guys or something like that i get a lot of notifications but yeah that was hysterical because we always say like wachahatchee state you know institute of nail salons there was it there on the schedule there was toby's business college which i thought was that was okie that was amazing it's amazing bryce martin it is. Uh, is it really an advantage for Oregon State to go to the Mountain West and dominate and maybe get a college football playoff spot? But that payout won't equal some schools' base pay. But what else do you do? Because I think there's a chance that Scott Barnes leaves Oregon State for Washington. Yeah, dude, you're talking about a massive step down, bro. It is a huge step down. And if that if that grant of rights is extended for five years instead of you know three more. I, I I guess that's what you do. I mean, I would think that that you would pay whatever the buyout is mm-hmm. to get out if you're invited. But Oregon State had a chance. They pandered themselves to the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, and they both said no. Yeah. So as I don't soon know what as you do with that. As soon as ASU played ball, that was over for Oregon State. That was Oregon State's only path. Was if ASU was like, Yeah, screw you. But they weren't. Uh, Mark 324, Washington State's president remains delusional. Yes. Yes. Lance Johnson, I'll bet the Mountain West Conference would take $20 million per year from Apple. Phew. Dude. Are you kidding me right now? Kyle A for two bucks. What happens to Washington State Athletics? Big debt. I don't know. Yeah, that's the main question. I think that's the only question. Because
0: you're not paying off seventy million with eight or ten million a year.
1: They have a ton of debt service. They have litigation. They have the Rolovich lawsuit. Uh, you, you have you have a a faculty and staff that is not. I don't know what, you know, being placated. Well, uh, they're not happy. They're not satisfied with the money you're spending in athletics,
0: and thus not motivated to do more work.
1: Or support athletics, or do what has to be done. I mean, it, it is—it's wild to me, wild. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hales, what's up, Mark? Washington State and OSU will not dominate in the Mountain West Conference. I think Oregon State will. Their facilities are amazing. Oregon State will
0: have a fine time in the Mountain West. I Washington think Oregon State, State. Yeah. I,
1: I think Oregon State's going to win eight, nine, ten games this year. Yeah. That's a good football program.
0: Yeah, in the Mountain West—that's a—that's a double-digit win
1: team most yeah. years. Yep. Uh, Boyd Lake, it's called independence, but who can yeah. afford that? Yeah. Who can afford that? Uh too much gravy says this guy scraping for peanuts, l- quite literally. Uh Marcus Stuckey putting brave face on the worst case scenario. Really? You're not wrong. That might a brave face might be the best way to say that. Man, it is wild. That is ju- it is it is yes, wild. Dude. Mike yes. Smith says broke. Truth. Uh, too much gravy for the biscuits. He's looking for change in my sofa. Yeah, he knocked on my door, too. I said, hell no. Um, T-Duck says, Mark Hales, Mountain West is weak. I don't think the Mountain West is weak. I mean, it's not, It's not you know, power for good, but it's a pretty good conference of the group. Uh, if you step down to the Mountain West and your athletic budget gets cut in half, are, are, are we saying that you're, you're probably going to get cut in half? I mean, you you look it in that in that league. They, I mean, in basketball, that's a hell of a basketball league. That's a good league. But I mean, Boise Air Force, Fresno, uh, Nevada, New Mexico, San Diego State should be better. UNLV, Utah State. Like I mean, you have a lot of football schools in that conference.
0: Yeah, and Oregon State fits in well. So does Washington State. I just think that Washington State is not you know, as quality as Oregon State. And Oregon State no. has shown the ability to win 10 games in a Power 4 conference.
1: Nope. I totally agree. Christopher Shannon, Washington State athletic revenue is $84 million. So low. Dude. And But you know, it, that's just revenue, not profit. Like the money that they don't make because they're paying Comcast. Because they're paying the Holiday, Holiday Bowl. Bowl debt. Because um. they're... Having to figure out how much they're going to settle with Nick Rolovich for, I mean, the it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. OG Gary seven to ten million per isn't too shabby. Not on a G five level, it's not. I mean, that's that's not shabby at all. G Lee, what does the ACC want? Why does the ACC want Cal? Well, I one you can't just have Stanford on their own. I mean, you can't have Stanford out on an island. They have to have some easy trips. Yeah. Hey, let's get in a bus and drive over to Cal. Like, I mean, you have to have that. Yeah. And they can share travel costs in some ways. And, but I also think educationally, that's the value in Cal, Cal athletics. I mean, you're getting a lifeline here. If you don't <laughs> figure it out now in football, you never will. I think hiring Mark Madsen for basketball was a really smart move, mm-hmm. but you know, I I, I think you, Ooh. you know, I think you have some real, I think you have some real issues there. And I I think really, if if we're if we're being honest about where Cal is, Cal needs a Cal needs to be careful. Yeah. Because pretty soon Cal's gonna, Cal's going to be shaking the couch cushions for calzone money. At Papa man. Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do calzones. Papa Murphy's does calzones? Oh, I think you mean I do the calzones. And
0: how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it?
1: (laughs) How do I do it? Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. Hey, don't forget the calzones. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza.
0: Dude, come on. Love for the transition game over here. Come on, dude! You didn't even see it coming.
1: You didn't even. See you didn't it even coming. see it coming. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Download the Papa Murphy's app. Uh, make sure that you use the promo code Monty twenty five to get twenty five percent off your purchase of twenty five dollars or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, I see a bunch of you. Um, Talking about the Rolovich case being dismissed. Um, Most of the Rolovich case was dismissed. And you'll remember Nick Rolovich, former football coach at Washington State, um, did not want to get vaccinated. The coronavirus. And at Washington State, you are a state employee. All state employees had to be vaccinated. Everybody gets a test. Um, Rolovich cited the fact that he was Catholic. Um, and he said that was the reason he couldn't comply with the state mandate. God bless. Um, and he said, you know, this violated my rights, and blah blah blah. Um, a federal judge threw out most of that lawsuit in May, basically saying it there's precedent for states mandating that all employees get get vaccinated. What is at issue is whether or not Washington State breached Rolovich's contract and discriminated against him. Those two parts of that lawsuit, which really is Rolovich versus uh, the athletic director, Pat Chun, that part of that lawsuit is absolutely intact. And it's going to be very interesting to see what he is, what he is able to get, and what they are able to do. Yeah, um, he's got three of these charges. Um, I think the main. I think he he. My guess is that Rolovich will be paid the balance of his contract. That's my guess because his main gripe against Washington State now is that they violated his contract, which it'll be interesting. To see what that settlement looks like. Because remember, Nick Rolovich, the former football coach at Washington State, is suing Washington State, Pat Chun, and a guy named Jay Inslee, um, who is the governor of Washington State. I think he may still be the governor of Washington State. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's an ugly situation. It did not go over well with the staff at Washington State. I, it, it There's no easy way out of it. That's the hardest part. There is no easy way out of it. So, I don't know. They're in a, It's a mess at Washington State. And it's really unfortunate because there's just no reason for it to be a mess. Yeah, it's
0: bad leadership, as yeah.
1: usual in the pack. That's exactly right. Hour number two of the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Shake it up. We're Time a little for late buck today. Shot. We are a little late. We had a passionate hour, number one. Yeah. But we can't do the show without Bucked Up. That's why their official energy provider, this is a Buckshot. It's 200 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, they give you those no- neurotroops that help you, that lift your mind. And that's what I love about Buckshot. It gives you energy, but it also gives you that little mental lift. You don't get crashes. You don't get jitters. You just feel like you can knock out that TPS report, that pivot table. Uh, you can hop on that really important conference call because you hit a Buckshot. That simple. It's done. Love it. Tastes good. I'm a huge fan of the watermelon, but you guys, the reason Bucked Up is such a kick-ass company is because they make good products that do what they say they're going to do. There's so many nutritional products out there that tell you, hey, you're going to lose weight and you don't, or you're going to have more energy and you don't. This works. Their whey protein isolate, the best protein I've ever used. Best. Um, their collagen peptides, the best collagen I've ever used. I only drink Bucked Up Energy. Uh, their Miami Bucked Up Energy, amazing. Oh, by the way, did I mention that they want to send you to see Colorado at Utah? Uh, on November 25th, presented by Bucked Up Energy, all you have to do, get some Bucked Up. Go into one of their Bucked Up stores, take a photo with their employees, take a photo of you with a buck, uh, Bucked Up Energy in your car. At your desk, on your counter, you're entered to win. By the way, we just have, what, three days left. We're announcing that at 3.30 Pacific time on Friday. And I'll I'll tell you, there's only about six or seven guys in right now. Yeah. So you have a really good chance to win tickets to see Prime at Rice Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City. We're giving you a pair of tickets to see Colorado at Utah. <laughs> Excuse me. All you have to do, hook it up with Bucked Up, take a picture, tag us on social The Monty Show, SLC Jake. The Monty Show, SLC Jake. Twitter or Instagram. Picture a bucked up. If you make an order online, use the promo code MONTY20 to get 20% off at checkout. Screenshot it. Send it to us. Do it. Do it. You have a really good chance to win Colorado at Utah tickets. Come on, man. uh, On November 25th. All right. Let's get back to your thoughts. Let's talk about the biggest stories in sports today. What's a bigger story? Is the ACC expansion picture, or is it the death of the Pac-12? Because I think it's really close. I think it's really close. I think, obviously, they're, they're, there's no way around the fact they're related. Mm-hmm. Because if we get ACC expansion, the Pac-12's dead. Right. If we get Mountain West expansion, the Pac-12's dead. I don't think there's any way now... And I can't remember somebody was saying that we have talked for the longest time. Man, I think it's going to make it. I think it's going to make it. I think it's over. Now today, today's the first time where I'm hearing enough where it's like, yeah, it's over. It's over. And I I think we started leaning that way over the weekend when we were hearing that there was a lot more conversation behind the scenes at the the ACC. Because this is what happened in the Big 12, too. Yeah. There was conversation behind the scene. I need this, you give me a few more peanuts, I'll give you some broccoli, let's get the deal done. Right. What did we hear in the Big Ten? No, 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 no. We're not doing it, we're not doing it, we're not doing it. Okay, well, what if we take, you know, fewer leaves of spinach. Guys,
0: guys, 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 guys.
1: Hey guys. And we also give you guys some free Nikes from Uncle Phil at Oregon. All right, done, let's do it. So it's no, 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 okay, done. We're out. Pack this thing up! We're out of here! Right, It happens like that, but yeah. it really doesn't because we heard over this weekend there were a lot more chatter behind the scenes, a lot more conversation. Notre Dame, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show, that Notre Dame has really picked up their influence in this process. And I, I think last week it was to the detriment. Right. And I think Notre Dame now has really worked closely with Stanford and Cal to try and ease the consternation and i truly think that smu's willingness to go to seven years which makes it far more profitable for the other members of the acc to bring in stanford and cal because now they're not paying two full shares they're paying two half shares so they're getting two teams for free yeah Makes perfect sense. I think that's why you're seeing that ACC expansion is now possible.
0: Yeah, and I I just think that, you know, Stanford's too valuable of a brand to be going independent or to be going to the Group of Five system. I, I, I just... You know, again, I, and I've been the one that's criticized them for not really doing much in athletics in the, you know, in football and basketball recently, you know, uh, not to say that they don't have history, but, you know, I've yeah. criticized them for that. And I, and I think it's just, but at the same time, they're also an incredibly valuable brand that I think the ACC would be happy to have, you know? So to me, I, I look at it and I say, yeah, there's a reason that, that, you know, the ACC maybe is a little more incentivized, but I just think that it's not a long-term 20-year solution. It's just for now. Yeah. And I think that what remains to be seen is what's next. That's what
1: I'm really curious about. I, I don't know. What does this do to the ACC? Does this, and I think this is one of the major questions here on the Monty Show as we talk about ACC expansion. And if you're just tuning in, what we talked about yesterday and what we reported yesterday on the show now looks like it is going to happen. Uh Pete Thamel at ESPN, uh, Nicole Arabak at The Athletic, Dennis Dodd at CBS, uh, Ross Dellinger at Yahoo. Everybody is reporting today what we reported yesterday, that Stanford and Cal and SMU are very close to joining the ACC. And the turning point, and from what our sources have told us, North Carolina and North Carolina State are now yes votes Mm -hmm. because SMU is willing to go to seven years with no media payout. And Stanford and Cal will take a half payout, which is essentially $20 million a year for five years. So you're getting, you're basically getting five years where you're paying for one new team, but you get three. Yeah. And that's what's making ACC expansion happen. If SMU was only willing to do five years as they were last week, that wasn't gonna work because that's not enough of a financial incentive To universities like Carolina, Clemson, obviously Florida State, obviously Miami. I think this has always been a money play as we've talked about And At the end of the day, on all these situations, it always comes down to the money.
0: Well, and the ACC was always going to try and leverage SMU for more, right? Weren't like, you know, how does the negotiation always go? The person that has the thing they want, right, the, the person that's got the need is going to go to the person that has a solution. SMU went to the ACC and said, hey, we want to join your conference, and this is how we think we can get it done. So naturally, what did the members in the ACC do, right? Because, again, the commissioner can't act without the president's approval on all these decisions and stuff. Okay, presidents in the ACC said, sure, sure, yeah, you can offer us five years. That's not going to get you anything. So what did they do? They forced SMU's hand, and SMU acquiesced and said, we'll give you seven. Which then opened up options. So that's all this is, and it's just taken time. It's taken a couple weeks for it to unfold, as you would expect, because because again, it's a lot of money that SMU is giving up, and everyone has their limit. Uh, You know, a lot of people want to say, "Oh well, SMU donor, and they got money, and it
1: doesn't matter." I'm telling you, it does matter. Uh, I agree. I think. I mean, we're talking about on a baseline, and we don't know if there's more money being given to the ACC or how much that is from ESPN. Because again, our sources and TV have told us that ESPN is is willing to pay more money. Um, but you you think about the baseline's forty million dollars a year yeah. that SMU is giving up for seven years. And you're talking about not including bull payouts, not including tournament payouts, not including, you know, extra revenue streams that conferences build. They're not getting that. They are not getting paid out for seven years. It's a long time, bro. If that's how... Hey, listen, if it's just media or... Okay, maybe they are getting tournament and bowl money. Who knows? But at the end of the day, they're giving up a minimum of $40 million for seven years. Yeah. And I'll ask the same question of you again if you're new on the show here this hour. Does SMU... In the next seven years, if this is to happen, starting in 2024, is SMU ever ranked in the AP top 25? No. Yeah, I think not. No. I think not. And I think that the the real the real thing here is these ACC no votes we talked about, yeah. Florida State, Clemson, Miami, UNC, and NC State, they just wanted more money. And now it makes financial sense to them because they get two more years Two more years of paying for one team instead of three.
0: I mean, look at the just to put this into perspective, and obviously you guys know the AP top twenty-five. But let's let's forego the top ten, or even hell, even the top twenty. Right? Like let's let's just put this into perspective about schools that SMU would have to contend with to just to sniff the top twenty-five. Iowa is twenty-five. Tulane twenty-four. A and M twenty-three. Ole Miss twenty-two. North Carolina twenty-one. And Oklahoma twenty. Those are all bona fide outside of Tulane. Those are all staple P4 schools. Like, nothing to talk about. So, yeah, sure. Could they beat Iowa on the football field once in a while? Yeah, probably. Probably. Honestly, yeah, probably. Right? Tulane? I don't know. Depends on the day. Maybe. Right? But you're not beating a You're not beating Ole Miss. You're not beating north carolina you're not beating oklahoma you're just not that's not that's not who you not are right and that, now and that's what i think that smu has to change that's why i think they want in so much like i i don't know what else it would be and again last hour we speculated on it a lot i don't know what the mission at smu is i understand the concept of hey get into a p4 go from there because getting in just walking through the door is a huge step huge monumental change of program forever step so okay great i understand that
1: but is it that if you're not getting paid well is it that monumental if you're giving up 280 million dollars okay but here's the question so you know that
0: that's the price to get in how do you chop away or how do you how do you chisel away at that deficit and that's what i think we don't know that's what i think nobody in the national media is talking about what is smu's you know, what I would call a contingency plan. Okay, we know the price is this. We know the price is X. What's our why? How, how are we going to sell uh, more creative product to to chisel away at that? Because what we're also not talking about is NIL money. We're also not talking about the transfer portal. You need money to do that. So you're going to go to all your local businesses in the Dallas area who, by the way, haven't spent money on Texas, TCU, Texas Tech, or A&M, Right? Like, you got to find businesses who are not associated with those schools and figure out how you can get them to spend on your program. So that's what I'm saying. This is yeah. no easy feat here. You, no. You, like, it's cool. You you can gift wrap this any way you want, and it can be a nice little bow. But the reality is you, you don't have a great way to to chip into that or to chip away at that deficit every single year. So the question is going to be, if, you know, again, how do we make up, just on its face, how do we make up $40 million? okay. The donors. The donors are going to cover that cost. Okay, great. Donors are willing to do that. Got a slush fund. They know how to make money. Okay, cool. So let's say you're starting at zero. Where do you go to make all that extra money? Where do you go to start profiting on your PL sheet at the end of every season? Yeah. That's what I think we don't know. That's what I think will come out if this gets done. And, you know, Again, I think an important detail is, do they ever get access to tournament money inside those seven years? do they uh, is there that's any, a
1: huge question. Yeah,
0: I mean, is there any type of way they can weasel into some extra money?
1: because again, I, I look at I look at this football conference. if you look at what the ACC was last year, what Clemson, Florida State and um and I mean, Florida State was five and three in the Atlantic Division last year. Um, North Carolina Pitt was Pitt was really I think Pitt was better than people give him credit for uh, but Carolina was a six and two in the conference um, they won nine games you look at Louisville NC State won eight games last year this is a remarkably competitive conference and I would I would grant you the Atlantic at, Atlantic is far more competitive than the coastal but if you look at what Duke Pitt Carolina, I think all won nine games last year. Um, you have Wake, NC State, Louisville, North uh, or excuse me, Florida State and Clemson all won at least eight games last year. I think I think SMU is gonna have an incredibly difficult climb in football. Yeah. But not to be redundant for those of you who are still with us, I look at SMU basketball, that's why that point you just made. Will they get postseason tournament money? Will they get college football playoff you know, payouts? Yeah. If SMU makes the NCAA tournament, which I think there's a, a chance within three years they will, will they get tournament money? Ah, I, I, I I would hope that they would. Yeah. Because I think it is a ball buster if they do not. Yeah. I think that's tough. Jimmy Ottson, they should make that up in the following 2 years and it's all gravy after that. Hey man, David C says uh for SMU 1980s ain't walking through that door. It's going to be a tough climb. Hey, you know what David? It's going to be a tough, tough climb. I think for certain. Yeah,
0: and I look at their schedule last year in basketball and they lost a lot of games to P5 schools. Like yes, they did. I, I'm talking about you lost to A&M, you lost to Arizona State, you lost to TCU, you know, you lost to Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, Memphis. Like, you, like, dude, like, I I just, there's no getting around it. You just weren't good enough. So when you're trying to, you know, when you're trying to tell me and convince me, hey, this is, this this trying to be a tournament team right here? Nah, dude, that's not, I mean, you can't, dude, you, you can't lose to Dayton, bro. You can't lose to... you know hawaii bro like you look like like, legitimately you lost to hawaii 58 57 that's not that's why you're that's why you're not a tournament team yeah you know that's why
1: you're not a tournament team so
0: all those opportunities you had to be like hey dude because again the other thing i always i I try to let people forget this bro if you're a donor at smu or you're the chancellor at smu and you're that in that leadership group that room that makes decisions you've been thinking about this for, like, two, three years at least, maybe longer. Oh,
1: at least.
0: At, at a minimum, right? Yeah. Like, like in serious capacity. Maybe the conversation's been ongoing for, like, a decade. But, like, hey, when are we going to make the move is, like, two, three years you've been trying to figure that out. And now you're here, and last year I feel like wasn't your best. And you needed it to be your best to justify your position and getting I, in that conference. And I really
1: hope there's a recruiting bump for SMU. I mean, you've got great facilities. I mean – All kidding aside, you're in a great geographical area, Texas. I mean, does the state of Texas warm to SMU if they're in the ACC? I mean, on some level, I would think so. But can Texas take two and three star recruits and make them five star five star players?
0: But I need to be seeing SMU on TV more. I need to be seeing. I need to be seeing more marketing campaigns. I need to be like. I need to see like I see Texas around. Like I see you know certain brands around.
1: Well, you saw TCU last year because they were very good,
0: right? But that's my point. Like, even if you're not good, you can still make people believe that you're better than you are.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the whoever mentioned Liberty last hour, that was a really good call, because Liberty, the Liberty Flames, are good. But what else do we? Liberty's in NASCAR. Liberty's got a NASCAR deal with with the twenty four. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I just think that there is. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. That, it, I'm, SMU, I hope I am completely wrong about SMU. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, I don't because think
1: I, that, I, that, it, that seven years is a long time, man. Yeah. That's a long time. Matt Ritson for $2. Big 12, ACC, uh, add Stanford and Cal in all sports. I think the Big 12 is still better than the ACC. Yeah. I think the Big 12 is one of the top. After expansion... A year from now, the Big 12's I think, arguably the best conference in the country. Athletically, yeah. They're already a better basketball conference than the ACC and the SEC, certainly in the Big 10. I think they are going to be... They're going to be pushing the Big 10 for number two in football. I want to see what does, what does Arizona turn into in football. Arizona needs to win football games. If Arizona is competitive in football games... I think the Big 12 has a chance to be the best football conference. They, a, a, on a yearly basis, they will contend for that that honor. Yeah. They will. Uh, Louera is for $2. Oregon State will, ta- will be top in football, bottom in basketball. For how long will they be top in football? Because I, I think in the Mountain West, that's a that is a very tough sell. Yeah. And Mountain West teams can win big games, there's no doubt. But you are not a Power 5 program anymore. And recruits know that.
0: And that hurts so much.
1: Yeah. Hero 75. I would have a grin on my face if in the last year of the Pac-12, Oregon State wins and goes to the playoff and wins everything. Unlikely, but it would be kind of funny that the left out one wins everything. Oh, it would be amazing. Yeah, we, we can all hope, right? I think that would be amazing. I would, I would love that. Now,
0: what you should be saying is, you should have a grin on your face when Oregon State kills USC's top four seed in the college football playoff. That's what you should be hoping for. That, if you're an Oregon State fan, that's what you're trying to do. That's who you're going to be sitting next to. Yeah. When does Oregon State? I just need to. I just want to look at this real quick. When does Oregon State have SC on the schedule? Are they Is it late again?
1: Um, I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn.
0: They have SC. Where are you? Where
1: are you? Awkward silence. Hello. Because we don't have what we need. They play USC. Uh, They don't play USC. They do not play USC. Sa- at San Jose State, UC huh. Davis. San Diego State. At Washington State. How do they not play USC, dude? So they'll be 4-0. Uh, home for Utah. That's the game right there. It's prime time, FS1, September 29th. Yeah at Cal, I think they'll be 5 and 1. UCLA 5 6 and 1. at Arizona 7, seven. and 1. Co- at Colorado eight. 8 and 1. Stanford 9 and 1. Washington 9 and 2. at Oregon 9 and 3. Yeah. Damn good season. There's a chance they win 10 games. Yeah. Because their schedule really pay- plays out for them.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to be Utah if you want to win 10. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I think Oregon State... Man, that's a shame they're not going to see us see. That would have been awesome. That would have been an awesome game. But I think, yeah, I don't know. T. Higgins is a badass for $5. <laughs> San Diego State told everyone that they were going to get now that massive San Diego State on shows backdrop sits. They're mocking San Diego State in their pro rata. Uh, okay. The pro rata they don't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> notice
0: notice uh notice you haven't heard much out of our boy at san diego state right haven't heard much from adela where'd you guys go jd wicker hey jd where you where'd you go dude you denied the (laughs) dennis Dodd story now where yet
1: yeah like i it's just funny how that works my guy boss frog what's for dinner tonight boss frog yeah we're gonna have another tomahawk Boss Frogs in our members only content on Instagram. And he put a, a picture of a tomahawk in there Fast. the other night. God damn. Uh, so, SMU's potential invite to the ACC take away a business opportunity from JP Morgan Chase partnering with another ACC school in Florida, asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> and I think that's a really interesting point because my question has always been. And I think you guys know this by now. Did Florida State really think they were getting out of the ACC? Yeah, apparently they did. I don't think they that like that's one of the dumbest things I've heard. And I say this all the time and I know that people ask me all the time about, wow, what makes it so ironclad? What makes it so ironclad? I don't know. The lawyers do. If it wasn't ironclad, how come how come Florida State and JP Morgan chasing that public money private money thing? their private money deal for $120 million in financing to get out of the ACC grant of rights. Why didn't that happen? It's not so ironclad, and Bob Bullsby is just some, you know, hick from French Lick. Why, why isn't Florida State <laughs> out of their grants of rights? Because Florida State is this juggernaut. Oh, wait, it's a couple of things. Uh, nobody wants Florida State. Oh. I oh, didn't have a home, did you? Uh, and $120 million of private money is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of debt load, and it's not necessary. If if Florida State would properly value them stel- themselves instead of Kleov coughing themselves, <laughs> maybe we wouldn't have to have J P Morgan Chase conversations. Hey, by the way, by the way, real quick, just
0: even if you found a way to get financing for the hundred and twenty million, that doesn't mean you get your rights back.
1: Right, it was always dead on arrival.
0: Like, like, okay, so you're gonna get financed for 120 mil to pay the fee. Yeah, and then what? You're gonna go independent because no other conference is adding you right now. It's hard. It's really difficult to add one team at a time because you need even numbers for the most part, with some exceptions. And you don't have your TV rights, so you're gonna pull an SMU and not take TV distribution. Bro, it was dead
1: on arrival from. I, I, it so was... that's
0: why I say I don't think they ever. Th- I, look, dude, Florida State. Didn't legitimately think they were leaving the ACC. Florida State's that guy in the room that wants to play mind games. They want to say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna to go to J.P. Morgan,
1: or we're gonna go do this." Or, the or, the like, term dude, is saber rattling. I'm, I'm sorry. Just, can you say that again? You just want to have your sword in its sheath, and you just want to jiggle it a little bit to make pe- sure people understand you have a sword on your hip. And hey, you'll pull it out and you'll cut. You'll cut, mother. Right? Like you're you're a badass. Yeah, the sword never comes out because you're just you're just sitting there threatening people. <laughs> Excellent strategy, you, sir. You're Johnny Ringo. You don't want this fight, Johnny Ringo. Yeah, that's who Florida State is. And it, it it's galling to me that. The ACC seems to put up with it. Yeah. But what are you getting out of Florida State? Is the juice worth the squeeze? There it is. Is the juice worth the squeeze on Florida State? No. No. Cool, you can't win the conference. So they already crowned Clemson in the ACC. You're not, you're good. You're not great in basketball. Like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, making noise is what we're doing. That's, that's it. it. That's you're,
1: it. You're a pain in the ass. Yeah, you're a pain in the ass. That that's it. That's what it is. Uh, Ahmad says SEC is laughing now. They are. They are. Lance Johnson, how are you? 120 million in exit and 13 years of no uh TG money at 40 million. Now that is uh that lie leaving some something on the table. Well, that's leaving something on the table. You know. Uh Jackson Graham, Liberty with an NFL QB, yeah. Yeah, but is SMU does SMU ever in the next seven years get to where Liberty is right now?
0: No, I'm not doing that.
1: Because Hugh Freeze moved mountains at Liberty. Yeah. Facilities, scheduling. was amazing. But what inevitably happens when you play at Liberty's level? Well, you have success and it costs you because everybody gets better jobs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If SMU gets to, let's say SMU somehow in football in the next seven years is ranked 20th. Who's the football coach and where's his next job? Because it's going to be a monumental task because you're not getting fours and fives in recruiting. Mm -hmm. You're not. Can you develop twos and threes to play like fours and fives? You're not Kyle Whittingham at Utah who routinely does that.
0: Nick Saban is a
1: better man than you are. You're not Nick Saban who makes everybody the greatest NFL defensive back ever. That's not who you are. So I, I don't know. We'll see. And again, I'm hoping, I am hoping beyond hope that I am just some stupid fat guy who doesn't know shit about SMU. We built this program on NIL. I'm here for it. Find me in seven years. (laughs) Hopefully I'm on a beach playing golf somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. You don't play golf on the beach. But my point is, Um, hey man, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Because SMU fans, you're passionate. You want it. You are thirsty as hell. And I hope you, I hope you get to drink. I do. Zigaret uh, Dane for five dollars. Sorry, but when was the last time anyone asked you, "Hey, uh, want to catch that SMU game?" <laughs> hmm. You know. Maybe if it's a replay of the '80 Holiday Bowl. <laughs> Funny you should mention the Holiday Bowl, sir. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Lawsuits. Kaufman for five dollars. What happened to the Pac-12 Network? Where does the money go if they sell it? Well, I mean, again, this is, simplify it. It's a contract. The PAC-12 network is wholly owned by the 12 members of the PAC-12. And if those assets are sold off, they will pay debt. My guess is, because now, now my question is, who's cutting checks to Comcast. Because <laughs> you're not getting a new TV deal. Yeah. And Comcast, I don't know if I don't know what that looks like equity wise for Comcast if they just don't pay you. Cause they're not paying the Pac 12 now.
0: Yeah, they've been withholding.
1: Because for those of you who don't know, um Comcast overpaid the Pac 12. By some reports, the Pac 12 knew about it and didn't tell Comcast they were overpaying, so Comcast continued to overpay. Yeah. Um, so it's a $70 million debt that Comcast has already begun, (coughs) excuse me, repaying itself, but there's that debt. There's the holiday bowl UCLA lawsuit debt. Yep. Uh, I mean, they have litigation in that league. Like ain't nobody's business.
0: And then we get to your $70 million in the negative at Washington state.
1: And by the way, you just built a facility in San Ramon, California, East Bay. Yeah. It's a disaster. Yeah. It is a financial disaster. Yeah, it I, it, it just didn't need to happen. Uh, I, the money that do you guys have you just you want your brain to hurt? No, or, I or, don't. No, no, no. Do you want to feel rich? Yes, yes. Sit back and contemplate the money those dumbasses in the Pac-12 never earned, and then add to that the money that they gave away. Yeah, in stupidity, in credibility. Oh, well, yeah, we paid, what was it, $7 million a month for our San Francisco compound? A month, dude. Well, you know, I think what we're going to do is we're going to move out of that compound. And we're going to build a state-of-the-art production facility in San Ramon. The answer is yes. And then, like, three weeks later, the conference is going to (laughs) implode. Just think about that money alone. Wild. Not the private jets that Larry Scott flew on. Not the alleged hotel suites. and No. Not all the games you produce that nobody watched. No. By the way, week zero, USC is going to be on major television, right? (laughs) No. Uh, USC and San Jose State will be on Pac-12 Network. Because it's garbage! You just... To the very end, you guys are going to be a bunch of idiots. Yep. That's the...